Okay, let's talk about brushing our teeth. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective, and even more people forget to floss daily. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute routine. And there's even size-down versions designed for kids. Paired with Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, you get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none they don't. Quip also has an eco-friendly refillable floss with a dispenser you keep for life, an expanding stream that helps you clean in between. Quip brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health and shipping is free. Join over the 3 million happy customers and practice good oral health care easily and affordably with Quip, starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash baller right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash baller. Spelled getquip.com forward slash baller. Quip, the good habits company. Yo, what's poppin' everybody? You are listening to Behind the Baller Podcast. This is episode 87. Man, bro. You already know. I am your host, Ben Baller. The Korean Liam Neeson. You can call me the Korean Daniel Day-Lewis. But of course, most people might know me as the modern-day 200-pound Bruce Lee with the belly, you know what I'm saying, with the motherfucking belly. Yo, what's good, people? Check this out, man. I cannot wait to get the fuck out of Los Angeles. Shit is tense as a motherfucker over here right now. I mean, emotions are sky high. I don't know if we're separated. I think the only thing we separated from is the police right now. Uh, I'm seeing, you know, all cultures, all races pretty much unifying um the only people upset like really really upset are the trump supporters and let me let me get this straight with y'all let me tell you something quick i mean i guess by background some people if you don't know me and you just know you know my income things like that you know where i stand on uh on my just my finances right people might think that i would lean on the republican side right and then if you see who I hang out with, the type of people I'm with and stuff, you would maybe see me on the, the Democrat side maybe, right? And everything else. And to be honest with you, I'm not either way. I, I just don't fuck with Trump. You know, when people really don't fuck with, with it, look at man, I grew up with 
George Bush. And, um, you know, I, he was fucking terrible. You know, I mean, for Kanye West to even say, man, George Bush don't care about black people. How the fuck do you, yay. Like, I know you, dog. How the fuck you support Trump? That's crazy. And you know what? Really crazy. Mike Rapport had had Mike Tyson on the show, right? And I didn't want to ask Mike when I was on the show. I didn't want to bring it up. Um, there were so many things I want to talk with Mike with. In fact, if you look at the Mike Tyson uh, hot boxing podcast, I might have the longest motherfucking episode on there. You know what I mean? My interview was long as a motherfucker. We could have went on. Going back, Michael Rapport asked Mike Tyson, like, yo, how do you support Trump? And uh, he, he said a great thing, you know, but at the same time, this is why I got to cut the shit because Mike Tyson is so fucking just, man, he's way more articulate than anybody thinks he is. He's well-versed for a long time. You know, the rumors before social media that he was like, not he was dumb and everything else. This motherfucker is brilliant. Read a lot of books. He's a smart dude. And he asked him, he said, how could you support someone like Trump? And he said, one, man, you know, when everyone said, fuck me, you know, everyone was against me. The whole world was against me. And I had rape charges. I was, you know, going to jail and everything else. Trump was the only person that had my back. You know, I fought at his casino and all this other stuff. And he had my back when everyone's saying, fuck Mike Tyson, fuck this dude, fuck this. And, and you know what, man? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I know there's some Netflix show called uh, um, Trial by Media. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm sure it's interesting. I just, something about me lately, man, my attention span is literally seven minutes. And it's not even that long. It, it, seven minutes is exciting. I just, I'm on that fucking, uh, what's that motherfucker? The fish. I'm on the fish memory span, you know what I'm saying right now? But anyways, Mike. Look, bro, I mean, <laughs> you know, at a certain point when you're down and everyone's against you, you know, and you got somebody who's been there for you, you got to look and see what this person's about, you know? And I think other than that, I think Mike is insanely amazing. He's incredible. But I really think about it and I think like, yo, man, there have been times where I wasn't liked. And I mean, I'm not like now, right? I mean, I'm obviously popular, right? To a certain extent. And there's people who fuck with me. And um, sometimes I'm surprised because, you know, I'm very vocal about what I say. Surprisingly, there are times when I shut the fuck up, but it's because, or how do I say this? I, I calm it down. Because sometimes when I'm yelling, I'm like, man, motherfucker, two plus two equals four. They don't realize that. And they may think that it's wrong because of my energy. And that's just me. I don't know what do you want me to do. You know, it's like a Ferrari can't ever be, it's just not going to be slow. If you, if you in an old Ferrari, especially when you in first, second gear, the motherfuckers are jerky, you know, shit's got a lot of torque and I got a lot of torque in me. When you got torque, when you get the stoplight and you push, you know, the gas a little bit, the motherfucker peels out and that's just me. That's exactly how my behavior is. But going on, there've been times where, you know, I had nobody on my side. I've been like, man, it's weird. I mean, you know, I got kicked out of a lot of schools. So, you know, I was a loner. And uh, I always found a way to get, you know, make friends or whatever. That was never an issue. But, you know, there have been times people like, oh, I ain't fucking with you. I remember when I got to, to football camp when I was in college and people were like, man, fuck this dude. Man, he's too much and blah, blah, whatever. Fuck this guy. And I had the whole football team against me. I was like, man, I don't fuck. Listen, fuck everyone here. I'm here to play, bro. I don't give a fuck. Now, I should have been more unified and maybe whatever, but I just didn't want to be fake. You know, that was me. It just was what it was. And I think being from L.A. and the L.A. personality was it was maybe too much, you know, and I, and everyone was very clicky in college. This is the early 90s. This is 91, you know, and it's, it's a different time. And like, 
you know, I remember this one dude was like, uh, he's like, come on, man, let's hang out. You know, let's let's do this. And I just knew, man, I was like, this dude is nothing but trouble. This dude is bad news. Everything about him is on some fuck shit. And I just think Trump obviously has been a scumbag all his life, but he maybe wasn't as bad as now he's in the office, whatever. I never really didn't, you know, I didn't know too much about Trump. I just know that when my man, rest in peace, Mac Miller did a song about him, then Mac got into a lawsuit and the motherfucker had to pay him and it was a fucking nightmare. And tell you the truth, he was just fucking showing Trump love, which was crazy and um, ended up being a fucking nightmare for him. Going on, just because somebody got your back and they're showing you love and when everyone else is saying fuck you and they're there to support you, that don't mean that person is a good person, you know? Brother, you are a fucking legend, man. You were in a bad place, whatever it may be. I would have motherfucking helped you out at that time. Had I been by your side, I would have fucked with you. I would have gave you some bread, whatever it would have been, you know. And that goes to say right now, I'm seeing people, you know, stress is at an all-time high. The all-time of all-time highs. It is literally that fucking teapot has been sitting on the pot too motherfucking long. And as you hear the shit doing... Now, motherfuckers, what's the next thing after that? An explosion. You know, anxiety, heavy, everything is fucked up. And uh, a lot of people right now, especially black people, they're noticing right now that there's a lot, a line has been drawn. It ain't been a thin line. It is a very evident line has been drawn in the sand, on the, the pavement, you know, and on the, in the wood, whatever the fuck you want to say. A line has been drawn. And motherfuckers on one or the other. I do see a few people that are right in the middle. And then they're like, man, if you're in the middle, then this. And it's just like, look, man, there's arguments on each end. But I want you people to understand this. All right? People who are depressed, have anxiety, everything else, you can still have friends and feel all that shit. Okay? Now, some people say, oh, man, loneliness is a motherfucker. It sucks. Yeah, I do think, though, at the same time, some people don't know how to have friends. They don't know how to be around. They get so dependent on the shit and they just don't realize that, man, having alone time with yourself, it could be very good. It could be very dangerous, okay? But what you don't want to be around is the wrong energy and the wrong people, okay? And I don't give a fuck how good someone's been. If you've been good or whatever, man, at a certain point, people outgrow each other. At certain points, people disagree. That's cool. When does the friendship end? When you realize that you motherfuckers will never see eye to eye ever on anything, okay? It's just, that's how it is, you know? And when people grow up, you know, that's why they say, sometimes you don't have your childhood friend. Be like, oh man, I grew up with this kid. We, we was in a playground together. We was in diapers together. Oh man, I went to high school with this dude. We was this, this, and this. Look, bro, all that shit is cool, but where are y'all with each other now, right? With me, I was a mover and shaker. Sometimes I brought people up, but I was like, yo man, they weights on me. You know, it was a different people. It was a different thing. I was like, I, I got to get focused. Motherfuckers ain't on the same page as me. I need to go out and make some bread. I can't sit and depend on nobody else. I'm down for the teamwork. I'm down to help other people. But what you need to do right now is you need to get the fuck out of my way. Now, if y'all want to help me, let's do this. And some people helped. Some people didn't. Some people were cool. Some people weren't. Some people were cool that I, that I debted. I just said, yo, I'm not really debting you. I mean, you know, in a way, they're like, oh, this, this dude baller, man. He just debted everyone and got focused. And I'm like, well, that's... Yes, technically yes, but yo, y'all still my peoples and it's all good, but when it gets to being a grown-ass adult and being a grown man, having kids and certain things like that, 
you're gonna realize no matter how close you are with your friends, it may sound crazy as fuck, you're gonna realize that if your friends don't have kids within three or four years of age, you know, of, of your kids, then you're going to be hanging out with them less. It is what it is. Now, if they want to come around cool, certain things, you know, whatever. But like, if your girl is cool with, you know, your wife and I mean, you know, your boy's fucking wife is cool with your wife and things like that. And y'all have kids, man, even if y'all don't get along that much, you're going to hang out because of kids and, and things like that. And that's just the way life is. But at a certain point in time, when someone is bringing you down and you just ain't got time for it and you've just been sucking all that bad energy and you want to spit that shit out, man, there is nothing wrong. Even if that person has been supportive, then people are, oh, you need any money? Oh, you need me to help you? Oh, I could help you move. I could do this, this, and this. And then everything they say is just like, oh, man, these fucking Chinese people, man, the motherfuckers smell like this and da-da-da-da-da, whatever. Oh, I can't stand Persian people. And they're just like, have something bad to say about everybody. Now, if they're joking, making jokes, like people hit me up all the time, like, hey, Mac Rapport's a fucking racist, isn't he? I'm like, actually, he's not, right? And you got to understand, he's also a stand-up comic. Comics, they have a different way of humor. And a lot of people don't have that. You have to have thick skin in general. I don't think sensitive people could be that successful. Now, you could be, you know, how do I say this, man? You could be successful. I'm sorry, that's the wrong way to say it. I think if you're in the public eye and you're sensitive, and I'm saying, you know, you, you got to be a fucking a wall, but you got to have thick skin, period. And it's just got to be throughout years. At a certain point, you got to release the anger, you know, of course. But what I'm getting at is some people suck you dry and you may have people around you and they're just sitting there talking that bullshit. And it is okay. I'm telling you right now, it is okay to drop a motherfucker. Be like, yo, man, you know what, man? Or how about, why you got to give, you, know, you ain't got to give nobody an excuse. Some people will tell you, hey, man, you know what? I deserve this much. You know, I gave, no, 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 fuck you. You don't deserve shit. Block. They have no reason why to fuck. And then, and then they get to that point. It might be that, you know, uncomfortable, awkward confrontation. And people are like, oh, I'm just not confrontational. And because of that, people, you know, people who are non-confrontational, I notice that they don't know how to say no. And what happens is they just end up fucking around and hanging out with people that they don't like forever. And I notice a lot of times too, people talk shit about their friends. You know how stupid you look because then you're hanging out with someone that you don't like, that you're talking crazy about, and then people see that about you and they immediately, that's one immediate personality, you know, like they see that trait in you. Like, man, this dude's talking about his mans like that. This dude's spitting at his man's girl, whatever it may be. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you hanging out with people you don't like? Why would you follow somebody on social media that you don't like? That's not me. But back to Mike, and saying that Trump was, you know, someone that was there for him. Look, man, at first I was like, damn, man, you know, I see where he's coming from. But then, you know, we get into where we are now and the shit that's going on now. And not even just coronavirus, just everything, just the crazy shit that he's talking about on this real dictatorship style, you know, behavior. Bro, I, I can't rock with that, man. You know, and um, it's starting to be tough to hang out. Be Look, I could be cool with somebody. To be really close friends with somebody, man, that's a tough one. I ain't gonna lie to you, man, you know? Now, religion, look, man, if you believe in the devil, yeah, then then maybe that might be all bets are off there, okay? Uh, if you Scientologist, there could be some things, you know, here and, here and there that are off. I had some Scientologist friends. I used to fuck with this chick who was Scientologist, and... Um, I would see it here and there, but she was cool. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to get into this life, right? But you can hang out with people and disagree with 
Well, then again, see, man, I'm very open-minded. Um, I was about to say, you can get all people from different religions and stuff, right? But then, nah, man, you see the Jews and the Muslims and fucking all this other shit, and this is crazy. I just don't trip on it so much. But where it stops now is when you support a man who has, who doesn't even like his followers. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't even like his fucking followers. It's just crazy, right? And you got all these people from the KKK that support him and things like that. It's just really crazy. Some people are like, nah, I see it on a financial level. Uh, nah, man. You know, I'll take some L's. By the way, speaking of which, I took some L's over this weekend. I think I said that on the last episode. This week, I still took some more L's. People are like, nah, man, you have this, you know, opinion about cops. And I said this on my live the other night. Look, man, you know, all my life, I grew up a certain way. Since I was a kid, since I was very young, uh, when I was seven, eight, I, you know, I got arrested when I was nine for the first time, right? Let's see, 81. Now I was fucking eight years old. I was eight years old, got arrested at the Cerritos Mall by the sheriffs, you know, for shoplifting. Now, mind you, of course, I was doing bad. I get it. It's cool. But what I mean is, it's just everything I was attracted to was I like doing bad shit. I was into gangster shit. You know, I like gangster movies, like the gangster lifestyle. Is that wrong or everything else? Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. But I just never liked police. And maybe that's just what where that is, right? And that's where that comes from. But then you see, you know, it could sound hypocritical, but you see the real racism and you see how many unarmed black men have been killed by police. And you see like, look, man, I know to the naked eye, I may look the furthest thing from one. But if you look at the back of me and you see like tattoos and whatever, and you see me in a drop top rolls or something or whatever, and you have no fucking idea, look, they're going to be like, all right, man, this motherfucker he, he looks like somebody that would be hanging out with a black person. It's just that racial stereotype shit. And that means when I do get pulled over, it's a longer process. It's more unnecessary questions. It's a lot of bullshit. And when I get triggered, I end up, I get with the fuck shit too. And I start answering stupid ass shit and whatever. And I start realizing, look, man, all right, I know exactly what they're going to ask. It's like a fucking, it's almost like a tape recorder on repeat you know exactly what they're going to do and everything else. And I just, look, man, I've been very blessed. Lately, I haven't been pulled over very much. I just get pulled over a lot. I'm a different person because of the kids, right? And like, they ain't going to fucking pull a motherfucker over in a minivan. But my minivan is tinted all the way fucking out, even the windshield. The motherfucker's dropped on the ground, lowered on 22s, the whole nine. Anyways, going on and going forward. Look, man, what's going on in the world today, especially in Los Angeles, New York, you know, in the major cities, Minnesota, Houston, everything, but so far, what I'm saying is the looting in L.A. and New York is out of control. You know what? You got to just let it fucking rock. Because at this point, trying to stop it is like trying to stop a, a locomotive. You're just not going to stop a train that just got no brakes on it. It's fucked up. Now, when I see some of the people, I seen, it, I seen a video yesterday. Um, this black kid, he, uh, he was not a kid, but he was like in his twenties. He tackled some white kid that was coming out of Zara in New York city that was looting. He's like, motherfucker, you ain't no black ally. Why are you looting? Why are you fucking shit up? Dude was woke. He knew what time it was and whatever. But at the same time, if you got anybody, you could be black, brown, Asian, whatever the fuck it is. If you tell somebody, Hey man, it shouldn't be out there looting, right? Man, they going to just be on some shit with you. So, you know I mean? Just, you got to just let people get their frustrations out. Because nobody will ever understand what it's like. Do you know? You can kind of get it. You can kind of be like, oh shit, you could see it. Whole different ball game when 
you know, if there was some way, I mean, that you can get a tan. I'm talking about if there's some way to pigment your skin a certain way, do a certain, have, have your face look a certain way, have your hair look a certain way, for real, for real, then maybe if you lived that way for a year, you'd see what it was like. Because I got friends who I've been friends with for fucking 30 plus years, and I ain't seen them ever this upset. And I'm talking about dudes my age now, do you know? And they're fucking tripping over this shit. They're like, man, enough is enough, bro. You know, one of my boys, man, fuck it, I'd even say, you know my boy, Homicide, man. Homicide, he always with the shits, right? He don't give a fuck. Homicide is one of the most well-rounded black dudes I know. He's got, you know, he fuck with everybody. It don't matter. In fact, I mean, he just fuck with everyone. Just a good dude. Grew up in an old school black home, you know, listen to Richard Pryor, listen to old soul records and everything. And he's just, that's my guy, 100% forever. But like at a certain point, you know, he's like, man, man, enough movies about motherfucking slaves and this, this, and this, man. Motherfucker, we're rich now, you know, and it's true, you know, and black people control so much of the economy. They don't even realize how much, how power, they do know how much they power they have, but a lot of people don't. And there is systemic racism, you know, it really does exist. I don't give a fuck what this fucking, I've seen this dude fucking, um, fuck his name, Charlie Kirk. I never heard of this dude before. He really tried to say some super, he really thought he was spitting game. He was like, he thought he was spitting. This dude, Charlie Kirk, was saying the shit about his videos. I'm like, oh man, please make our neighborhood safe and this, this, and this. And more black uh, people kill police officers than they do unarmed black men and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, man, if you don't shut the fuck up, you all goofy. Like, I don't know if he's fucking 22 years old or if he's 30 years old or whatever. He looks like fucking... Um, uh, Jonathan Shaban, motherfucking Kim Kardashian's homeboy, except he looked like a, just a fucking Midwest goofy version of this dude. Dude looks like, uh, man, he's goofy as fuck. He not as goofy as that one dude's name. I forgot what the fuck his name is already. Uh, the Broazay shit. I don't know if I forgot what the fuck his actual name was, but he's goofy as fuck. And Heather McDonald, who the fuck, who are these people? I, I don't know who these people are, but they're like, this man, Donald Trump, is trying his hardest to fight to change and save the country. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, you know, he had this post, this meme, and it was like, um, remember the time when the flag was respected, when people respected the president, when people honored the police? Like, bro, motherfuckers found out what history was. Do you not know history? You know, it's painful to go back to a certain point. You know, you go back and it's like, man, this country was raised on some fucked up shit. But, a lot of it is great because of, you know, where we are today with how diverse and what kind of a fucking big melting pot we are as far as the cultures and everything else here. But there's still the old people that believe in that shit. And I get it. I understood from day one why Colin Kaepernick motherfucking sat in a you know, way, kneeled, kneeled down. But these people are out there and they think they're spitting. And people be like, well, you could be wrong, Ben. Look, man, I I'll be real with you. Some people, like I said before, last week I saw, on the weekend wrap-up, I said, look, man, some people are like, hey, man, four plus four equals eight. And then you got some people are like, nah, six plus two equals eight, right? They're just not seeing the other side of it. And then you got the people that are like, nah, man, four plus four, tripping, bro, that shit equals 23. That dude right there, he thinks four plus four equals fucking 17 and a half. That's where he's at with it. I'm going to tell you real quick. Because he's not really paying attention to... Because people like, oh, we can't comment it because I'm white. You really can't, bro. 
at the end of the day, you can't because you'll never understand what it's like and you don't know the history because why the fuck would you? There's like a lot of things that I didn't fucking know. Look, I grew up with Jews and blacks all my life. Some Jewish people I know didn't even know what the fuck the devil was. They had no idea what the fuck that was because they've been listening, you know, been reading the Torah all their life. You know, they know about the Bible. They didn't fucking know. Like they knew what Jesus was because, you know, because they didn't know, like they didn't understand you know, it's just different things, how they were raised and how they were brought up. And I'm so glad I was brought up in a diverse world. But at the end of the day, all right, a black man, George Floyd, was killed for allegedly using a fake $20 bill, you know, and the fucking, the manager of the liquor store called the police. Police came over there. This motherfucker, Derek fucking Siobhan or whatever the fuck his name is, he came over there and killed this motherfucker over some stupid, silly shit. Now, if it would have been like some homeless dude or whatever, it probably would have been a different story, man. How about if they didn't call the cops on a fucking $20 bill? Why four police officers show up? Why didn't I say this on the last episode? I don't know. What I do know is that finally those three other officers are arrested now. People are wondering, uh, you know, my personal assistant was like, wait a second, why do you think they need to go to jail? I'm like, bro, they let this shit happen. The fuck are you talking about? And it's like, well, you know, I mean... They're not, are they all bad? Like, yeah, those dudes are bad people, period. They're like, well, then, you know, what's going to happen? You know, if that dude, if the Asian guy were to be like, all right, well, this guy's fucking doing something bad, you know, boom. And, you know, cops are like a tight union. If you snitch on somebody, then boom, you're done. You get out of a job. Well, then, motherfucker, you got to be at a job then. You got to be out of that job, period. And my man Van Lathan broke it down so dope. Look, man, you got 13 to 14 guys on the NBA basketball team, okay? And let's say everybody cool. Let's say one dude on the team is molesting young girls, 13, 14-year-old girls, okay? And then people start finding out about that shit. And you guys are a team. You guys shower next to each other. You guys sleep in the same hotel. Sometimes motherfuckers might room. I don't know. You just use the same locker room. You don't think that people are going to sit there and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You didn't talk to this dude and, and let him know, like, bro, what you're doing is wrong. And that's the same thing, except on a much higher magnitude. Well, actually, no, it's, it's, it's bad. That's just as bad, actually. My bad. I'm sorry. Molesting is fucking terrible, but you got bad cops out there and you got cops that know what the fuck is going on and they're staying quiet and they can't stay quiet anymore. These cops that got arrested, um, I don't know if they all going to be convicted, if they all, you know, get this, obviously they're not going to get the same shit as Derek. Derek's charge has been raised up. I was, uh, you know, I know a little bit about the law. I don't know exactly about the exact first, second, third degree. I got a great attorney that would know all that shit. I just don't know. I don't really follow it because... Part of me doesn't want to know th those exact specifics, but I do know they said if for him to get first degree murder, he would have had to premeditate that whole situation. The crazy part is he did know who, who George Floyd was because they worked the same nightclub together for many years. Now, I, bruh, I don't know, man. You know, um, I do think that uh, Derek is getting fucked. I think he's going to get some years and they ain't letting him out. And now people are like, well, it's fucked up, you know, because... They don't want to let him out because if they do, then they're going to riot again. Well, I mean, bro, the right thing is he needs to go to jail, period. Fuck the riot and everything else. That's the reason why they didn't. Now, as far as, you know, look, man, nobody got all the goddamn answers, okay? That's one thing I realized, all right? But the older you are, the longer you've experienced all these things and you've gone through different eras upon eras and eras, there's a reason why I respect my elders, Okay? They've seen shit that I haven't. They've seen shit that I've already seen. And they, they've seen it many times. You know, they're just wiser. They've experienced life. And they just, again, they, and this goes for successful men too, you know, in general. 
if you look at a young successful guy, real sharp, found something just like innovative and he's, you know, he's creative, boom, found that. And then you got to do who's been successful the traditional way or several different other ways. And you could learn so much more from that person than you can from the younger person. Not to say you can't learn from young people and young people are stupid. I'm just saying I've had hustles for a long time. What people don't realize is a million dollars is not a lot of money. It may mean a lot to a fucking person in the street that ain't got shit, but you can't just live that life no more. There's very few people that I know who have millions and still live a poor lifestyle. One of those people is my boy, Travis McCoy. If you remember that dude, he's from that, the group Gym Class Heroes. That motherfucker actually has like a couple mil in his regular regular actual Wells Fargo banking account. Like he'll go to an ATM, take money out and really have money like that and just still take taxis and just be on some chill shit. And that's amazing. I idolize dude for that. But what I'm getting at is you're going to realize that you can burn through that money fast if you haven't invested it the right way, you haven't kept it moving, you haven't kept working, you haven't, you haven't, you know, just been smart. And that's why so many people fuck up their paper. They have either the wrong person managing their money or they don't know how to fucking manage their money. So either way, listen, man, respect your elders. I know I jumped all over the motherfucking place, but what I really want to talk about real quick before we get into this break is that, look, man, it's exhausting, all right? People don't know how long this shit's going to last. And um, again, man, riots, people are angry. Shit's going on still. There's still protests. There's still, whether it's peaceful or not, look, man, people are out there gathering together and I'm not against the protest. What I am against is the fact that people think that coronavirus has disappeared, okay? The strong fact of the matter is this. I don't give a fuck what the news has posted. What the news hasn't posted on a daily basis could fill motherfucking the entire continent of China, all right? And then some, all right? There's a lot of shit that goes on. What makes the top news? It could be a motherfucking 80-year-old man with a 14-inch penis that saved the cat from a three-story building. Look, man, whatever at that point is, and right now they focused on looters and Donald Trump holding a Bible and all that shit, and that also can drive a motherfucker crazy. So you got to understand how to be careful on what news you input into your brain. But right now, let me tell you some facts. Coronavirus has not disappeared, not in the fucking slightest bit way, period. Okay, why are they talking about it? Because again, this shit has trumped it, pun intended, all right? 10 states right now, today, as of today, over 10 states have over 70% of their ICU beds occupied. All right. And a lot of the states are getting filled up. Now, none of these people from the Black Lives Matter and the, the protests and all that shit, they ain't from that. This is from just the country opening up and opening up and people are out. Now, with all these people out in every 50 states, there's been a protest and people are out there. Yo, I know it's been hot in some areas, but some areas, you know, might be kind of cool. Who knows? People are out there. Regardless, it doesn't matter if it's warm or not. Iran just saw 3,000 new cases. Does anybody know about that? Nah. And the CDC does have some information that that's important, you know, even though some of the shit's whatever. But I will say this. Some people are like, hey, man, Ben, how come you ain't out there protesting? How come you ain't doing this? And I'm like, motherfucker, whether you believe it or not, I do believe and I do know a virus is out there and it can kill my son. And let me tell you something real quick. It's going to take three to four weeks for us to find out how bad it hit LA, how bad it hit in New York, how bad it hit Chicago, how bad it hit Atlanta, Okay. And look at man, I fight for racism in other ways, man. If I need to donate to the bail fund, I've donated to the family. I've put up charity auctions, which we're going to get into that later, you know. 
And it's always power to the people. I do my part. I even do more than my part. And I've already spoken about the computer classrooms that I've built since 2010 and things like that in, in Seattle. People say, why Seattle? Because that's where the nonprofit was. That's where everything with me and Rex was doing, my boy Jake and you know this other dude who we don't even bring his name up. But at the end of the day, I can't risk London's life. I can't, period. That's more important than anything, more than anything in the world. I need London to grow up and be a grown-ass man to be able to handle himself and hold his own. When that's done, man, my stress will be over. He's got to get that fighting chance to be out and live his life and you know, not have these issues, okay? I hope London lives to be 100. Ryder, Kaya live to be over 100. I just want them to be happy, but I will fight forever and ever and fucking ever. I'm not going to go and risk going out I have another way I can fight, you know? I got other things. I could spread information. I could do what I need to do and what I've been doing already. But I can't go into a crowded area and take that chance. That's one gamble. Even though I'm a gambling man, that's one gamble that I can't take. But yo, coronavirus is out there. It's, you know, I don't know if the second wave is gonna come back and, and you know, now and, and fucking what, uh, end of June, July, or, you know, we're going to have to wait till the fucking end of the year. It's coming back. Motherfuckers ain't. This ain't some conspiracy theory. This got nothing to do with 5G. Um, I've heard some stupid motherfuckers say this is all a part of, you know, the George Floyd shit. And it's all tied together. I don't know who the fuck is stupid enough to come up with that. That just don't make no motherfucking sense. Now, I will say this. I'm not into conspiracy theories. But I, for myself, I saw a fucking small pile. And when I say small, I say maybe 80 bricks piled up on each other in downtown Los Angeles. There's reports that they were in West Hollywood. They were in, in the Fairfax district. There was bricks in North Hollywood. What 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 the fuck? Like, bro, I, I don't really see bricks like that unless there's a construction site. And even still, that's just very, very weird. But anyways, we will be right back because I've been talking shit for a minute. I'm hyped up. Um, Miles, could you please, sir? You already know. Yes, some of that Lakey inspired. My man Lakey got a verified check, man. I'm really happy for dude, man. And on top of that, you know what? He went out there and raised a bunch of money for George Floyd's family and for all that and everything. And for that, I salute you. Yeah, that beat is a little something right there. It's nice. Yeah, we'll be right back, people. For the last few episodes, I have told you guys about our new sponsor, Acre Gold, our official subscription platform for gold. Now, there's a lot of uncertainty with markets, and having gold is important to have just in case shit really hits the fan. Acre Gold lets you make small monthly payments and then sends gold straight to your doorstep every few months. I encourage all of you to sign up so that you're putting money into different formats that will increase during shitty times like these. This is something I wish I did in the last recession. Here are the benefits of Acre Gold. It's affordable. You don't have to pay out of your pocket all at once. It's convenient. Physical gold bars mailed to your doorstep. Acre branded gold is the highest quality designed in California and minted in Switzerland. Subscribe for 30 or $50 a month. 
once your gold stash reaches the price of a 2.5 gram acre gold bar, they will discreetly ship your gold. You're in control. You can easily cancel or modify your plan to suit your needs at any time. Find out more by going to getacregold.com backslash baller. Acre is the sponsor of this Behind the Baller podcast episode. Getacregold.com backslash baller. Oh, man. <laughs> Motherfucker, we are back, man. My back hurts, man. I've been motherfucking signing cards. That's all I've been doing. I wake up at, at 6.37, right? I brush my teeth. Uh, I take a shit. I get my coffee. Um, I try to just, it takes about 45 minutes to shake the cobwebs off, right? I hang out with the kids for like 30, 45 minutes, and then boom, I start signing cards at like 8.39 a.m., okay? Start signing cards until 3. Sometimes I take a little break, and I'll go to 4 or 5, but I'm literally signing cards all day long to get this shit out, Jordan Winter of the Dust Brothers, one half of the Dust Brothers, told me that his Ricky Henderson card just shipped out, which is fucking mind-blowing because I'm like, fuck, I got to start getting ready for those because I'm going to do, so check this out, I'm not doing a 200 set of Ricky, I want to make that a little rarer, so I'm doing a 1 of 100 on that, um, I am going to do a 1 of 10 gold autograph joint for that, and we'll get into that another time, uh, yo, if you don't know, there is less than 24 hours left right now to go cop the Blake Jameson Mike Trout card, which I helped him, you know, design. I threw the diamonds on there. I got a couple really big announcements. So you want to make sure that you listen to this show. Um, I got some shit to tell you guys that's coming up on my Jeter card. Big news. Uh, my Ripken card is going to be dope too. But anyways, for those of you who don't know, after card 100, there are going to be 10 autographed Mike Trout cards in this Blake Jameson Ben Baller card collab. It is the first collab in Topps. Project 2020. I don't know if there'll be another collab, but that's definitely, you know, I'm not doing another one with nobody. Um, maybe if Cartoon ads, but we'll see. Uh, anyways, going on. Been signing cards like crazy. I want you guys to understand this. There have been a lot of haters, a lot of racist people that had taken down my charity auction card. I'm going to figure that out another time. But at the moment right now, I had an error card that went up and some fuck boy, clown, dumb fuck, he literally bid with the zero feedback and I talked to the head of eBay today and this morning and I said look man I can't have this fuck shit because you can't cancel a person's bid within the last couple hours so people could just come in and, and there was people that were shill bidding and doing stupid shit and whatever so understand this by the time you listen to this uh this podcast I will have an auction all you got to do is search on eBay Ben Baller Mike Trout error card okay e-r-r-o-r so you motherfuckers don't know how to spell. That error card is going to go up there for auction. I don't give a fuck what the fuck it, it ends at. I might put a little bit of a fucking reserve on it or do a buy it now because I just get it out there. I'm going to donate half of that to charity. And another half I will throw to uh, George Floyd family or to the bailout fund. Uh, make sure you check that out. Now, going to the signing cards. I've been signing cards. I've been fucking up on a couple here and there. You know, out of what, 300 something, let's just say 300 30 cards or so, I might have fucked up around maybe 10 cards, right? And this is my first time signing cards like that and everything. And I'm going to be honest with you. For every card that I fucked up, you want that card because I, I little put a little 
unhappy face on there. I put error. I try to make it right. I throw different colors on there. I try to make it special so it's like a 101 now. It's something or a 1 of 10 or whatever the fuck it is. Now, on special numbers, I want you guys to understand this. No matter what, anytime you see a number 42 or 73, 70 years, 73 is the year I was born. 42 was my high school, college, basketball, and football number. I was 42 in both, all right? So 42 is a special number to me. Always the number of the player will be a special card, okay? One should be a special card, and the last card, the 100 out of 100 or the 100 or the 200 or 200 is going to be a special card. So you kind of want me to fuck up, all right? You want me to fuck up on your card. It'd be worth something better. Make sure you check out that auction. Again, I spoke with the eBay people. They're on it. My Cal Ripken drops next week. It's going to be a little surprise. I changed my entire swag up on the card. I changed the entire design of the card up due to the fact that the events that had happened um, now with George Floyd and all that. By the way, if you didn't know, I don't know how the fuck this is crazy. George Floyd, he tested positive for coronavirus antibodies or, the, or actually the coronavirus. He had it. Just fucking, I don't know, it's nuts. Said he had contracted it April 3rd or something. I don't fucking know. Just crazy as fuck. But yeah, as far as the hobby goes, look, man, there's a lot of shit coming out. It's getting dope. Some people are worried about the price. Like, yo, man, your shit dropped. Now, I, I, this last time I'm going to talk about this. Have any of my cards, have any of my first three cards dropped to $30? No, they haven't. Shut the fuck up. Each year is still over two bands. I seen the auction the other day and for three, just two days ago and for over 3000 Okay. No one ever told you to buy. I don't, I would never fucking buy a card. I would never buy any Tops 2020 card unless it was an AP. No non-AP card will I personally buy for over like six, $700. I just won't, period. I wouldn't even pay, pay you know, five, 600. I just wouldn't because I told you motherfuckers, invest in these cards, just fucking buy a 10-pack. What's it gonna cost you? 10-pack costs you like 125 bucks and then pay for shipping, okay? Always pay for rush shipping. It's not worth it to get your cards later. You wanna have them shipped to your hand because it takes three or four weeks to get them. Man, it ain't that hard for you to buy these cards. And that's paying $12.50 a card, okay? So how are you losing? You ain't. Stop it. There's a little bit of a correction. Shits are going to go up. I really think my each is about to jump back up to six to 8000 by the end of all this shit's you know, said and done. It's a very, very low print run. Mike Trout to definitely go back up again. Everything is, you know, people like my cards, man. What can I fucking say? Um, back to, uh, man, look. My anxiety is an all-time high. I got a lot of uncertainties, right? It ain't just about money because, I mean, you know, my money is on a different motivation right now. I'm not trying to get a Benz. Uh, at the same time, I'm not trying to pay my rent. You know, I own my home. I'm not trying to do, and I'm trying to find food on the table. I, I've grinded for many decades to get where I'm at, okay? Those aren't my worries. My worries now are I want to make sure that London, Ryder, and Kaya are good, that their trust is set up and boom. You know, I wish my parents did that for me. Sorry. Wish I did. I love that I hustled and got it myself, but, you know, I think it made me a meaner person. Mental health is crazy. It's really, you know, people are, are scared. They don't know what, you know, what's going to happen to their jobs. You know, obviously, fucking people just started working 24 hours, 48 hours, and then fucking the riots happened, and some of them shits took the businesses out. Could they bounce back from it? I don't know. But there's a lot of stress right now. A lot of people don't know what to do. They ain't got no direction. They're looking for direction. And I don't know if 
I can give you or I can give everybody, you know, specific direction because everyone is not doing the same shit that I was doing. And I don't think everyone needs to do. Not everyone is built to do what I did. All right. Or have three, four businesses while being a dad and having everything else. Not everyone wants to be crazy like me. All right. We got earthquakes. We got rise. We got motherfucking killer bees. We got fucking uh, what was it? No, locusts. What the fuck were they? I forgot what the fuck. We got all kinds of shit going on. There's hurricane season coming up. Had a motherfucking, we got the riots. I mean, man, you know, I got black people mad at me. I got Asian people mad at me. I got white people mad at me. You know, look, <laughs> it's a lot. You know, you just have to drink a lot of water, take some motherfucking 5-HTP or something and just figure shit out. Uh, shout out to my boy Norton. AKA Phase Rain. Um, he's going through a tough time right now. And uh, if you guys could, man, send a prayer out. Send some some blessings, some good energy to my boy Norton. That's my boy. I love that motherfucker. And he's a good dude. He's very talented. And he's going to be very, very rich one day. And I just don't want him to take it to a bad place. And it's tough. And I'm trying to be there for my guy. I just have a lot of things going on in my life as well, which I do put things on hold. I do put things on pause. But boom. Um, with that said... I got a physical done, you know, a week ago, and I got my labs back, and my doctor went over everything, and for the most part, I am in really good health, which is surprising. Um, for those of you out there, like, why the fuck is Ben talking about doctors and physicals and health and shit? Look, man, before you go out there and buy a motherfucking Gucci sweatsuit or buy some other shit and do everything else, I know that sounds crazy, but look, if you don't invest in yourself, you are going to be in a lot of trouble. Go get a checkup. Go see a doctor once a year. You know, you should go see him more than that, but at least once a year. Go see a fucking dentist several times a year. Get your teeth cleaned. Get your cavities fixed, all right? It, because I see motherfuckers with Jordans on and everything else. That's about what the hospital bill, would, you know, or the doctor bill would cost. Have your priorities straight. You know, I got girls out there I see getting a Louis Vuitton bag instead of getting a pass mirror. Uh, you got your priorities fucked up, okay? But my physical health is not bad. Triglycerides are a little high. So I got to chill on French fries and, and donuts and uh, um, fucking fried chicken, fried fish, all that. I got to chill on the fried foods for a little bit. Everything else is, is pretty good. I got a lot of allergies I didn't really know about, and that's probably why I feel like shit sometimes. But yo, for the most part, I am in pretty good shape, except a lot of the stuff that is borderline is because of the stress and because of the anxiety. And not to make matters worse, next year could be a really bad year. And I said that in a half glass full way. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. I'm not going to sit there and tell you, oh man, next year is going to be fucking awesome. You got to make it awesome, blah, blah. You can make your day every day good. You have to try to make the best part of your day. But as far as how the world is set up, you know, you already know what's going on right now. You know, around January, February is when motherfuckers are going to start doing the evictions finally because people can't pay their rent. They can't do this and shit's fucked up. And, you know, they ain't no more... It might not be any more bailouts and, you know, people are, are collecting this fucking unemployment and whatever and shit's just fucked up. So I want to tell you guys, be smart with your paper, all right? Invest in yourself, invest in your health, do some side hustles, understand the stock game. Don't sit there and guess. Don't go out there and gamble, gamble, you know, put your shit in the right area, right? Obviously, gold is safe, okay? If you don't have the money for gold, look, man. Like Gary V, listen to that Gary V episode about baseball cards. If you only got $1,000 or less, man, I already told you, these projects are smart. Now, you go out there and you go ahead and buy 50 cards of a hot artist and a hot player, 
okay? You'd be surprised if you set it up right. Now, there's PayPal fees and everything, so you understand that. There's PayPal fees, there's eBay fees. By the time you get rid of eBay and PayPal, remember, you got to add 12% on everything at least, okay? But if you're out there buying 50 cards, all right, and you do five 10-packs of the Tops Project 2020, you're paying about $12.50 a card, all right? So you ain't even paying 20 bucks. When you all said and done, you might be at 17, whatever it is, after fees and all that shit, or, or um, not even that much. But anyways, what I'm getting at is there is a way to buy 100 cards. You could buy 1,000 cards. You could buy 500 cards. I'm just saying if you're smart and you know how to do it right and you don't sit there and try to flood shit, you could put cards 35, 40 bucks, you know, and, and right then and there, if you think about $30 profit, okay, meaning you paid a certain amount of money. Let's just say you sold a card for 45 to 50 bucks, okay, and you, you bought 300 cards, and that's not that hard to do, especially on the first ones. You could have made way more than that, okay? That's $13,000 profit right there off of one player, you know? And you can do that. There's fucking 400 cards coming out. We just hit our 100th card, all right? There's 300 more cards left. If you play the shit right, people can make money. And I've been telling you guys that, okay? But I'll tell you this. I didn't listen when I was a kid. I was a hard-headed kid. I was like, man, fuck that. Some people I did listen to. I don't listen to people I thought that, you know, because you had a Mercedes Benz, you had to know everything. Nowadays, you listen to anybody that's got that on social media, you know, they don't even, you don't even know if they own it. That shit could be fake. They could be fronting. They could be fucking Jay Mazzini, whatever the fuck that dude who I got a million people. I have literally every hour, I have three or four people tagging me in their stories or tagging me in pictures of how he frauded them. And he's been going to people's hospitals and trying to do stories. And sh- I told you the dude is bad news from the beginning. I fucking told you this dude was about MLM, multi-level marketing, where you set, you know, and you fucking charge for a fucking university mentorship and all that bullshit. If it was legit, it'd be free. You don't pay him a dollar for nothing. You don't pay a dollar for nothing. You don't pay a dollar for the class. You don't pay a dollar for shit. He's a scam artist. But anyways, I didn't listen when I was a kid, all right? I was fucking hard-headed. I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn the extra hard way, okay? So remember, earlier on when I was talking about, yo, man, make sure you make the right decisions. Make sure you have the right people around you, all right? You don't always want the people around you telling you, oh, man, you the shit. Hey, Scott, you the man. Yo, Mark, you you dope, man. Yo, Craig, man, you the fucking, you the man. Everything you do is a shit. Oh, man, that thing's amazing. Look, man, that shit can fuck you up. You got to filter out the bullshit. You need somebody like a homicide in your life, like my boy, Crazy. Homicide will keep a 100 with me. He will keep me in check. Like, yo, Ben, you know what? I'm going to be real with you. You on some fuck shit today? You said some shit. Or be like, I don't know. I was borderline. I don't really know about that, man. That sounded like that was some snitching shit or whatever. And they just keep it a buck with you, you know? Even if it's the unpopular opinion, you know, he might not salt me out immediately. might tell me later if it's important enough. But you need to have somebody in your corner who is breaking shit down to you the right way. Now, there's a lot of bullying going on on the internet. I spoke to Virgil yesterday, two days ago, and Virgil was like, you know, because I, I said it on the last episode, man, I don't think he really donated 50, but, you know, he broke it down. What he was trying to do was, you know, just challenge people to, you know, to donate 50, which is, you know, a little bit of money. Some people don't really have thousands upon thousands. I'm sure he, he told me he donated money, but he was just doing like a challenge. Like, all right, match me, match me. You know what I'm saying? And I'll do this. It was for homies in Miami, whatever. And I'm not defending him. I'm just telling you, I know dude, right? And what he said was, was true. I mean, dude, he's, he's a dude from Africa. He's from Ghana. I mean, from Sudan, right? And he's, you know, he says he's dark black and he's been dealing with shit, right? And 
I just had to break it down, man. People are just out there. They just want to be mad at everyone, period. They want motherfuckers to spend. They don't know what it's like because they, they ain't been in his shoes. And until you're in somebody's shoes, you don't know what the fuck is going on. But like I said, be careful. Next year, this may not be the year for you to buy a fucking Ferrari, Lamborghini, your first Benz or something, man, unless you really got that shit and it ain't nothing to you, okay? Some people are eating out there. Don't get me wrong, there is. And during these times in the pandemic, in a depression, this is when there are a lot of opportunities to make money. You just have to have some money to do it. Some people borrow hard money. You know, they might have to pay 40, 50% interest, which is ridiculously high, but they're doing it because they know they're taking that gamble. They got a sure thing. But I had this girl that I know and uh, her parents own a pharmacy and pharmacies right now are getting a hit hard. I don't know about anywhere else, but in all of LA County, pharmacies are getting hit hard. All controlled substances, like if you know anything about Oxys and Roxys, then you know how much fucking money that is. Even fucking Vicodins and Norcos and Percocets and shit. The motherfuckers is like six to $10 each on the streets. You know, motherfuckers take five a day, you know, might take 50 bucks here and then it adds up and people are out there, they just flipping, it's, it's, it's crazy. Prescription drug game is crazy. Xanax, all that shit, Adderall, whatever the fuck you think of, fucking Viagra, all kinds of shit. It's expensive. Pharmacies are getting crazy hit. I've seen this store in Beverly Hills on Wilshire. Literally legit Beverly Hills get hit and it was like fucking nuts and just, they're just getting hit crazy and you got to be careful out there. You got to protect yourself. Look, man, gun laws here are strict in California, but at least we do have the Second Amendment here. We are allowed to have a gun. I feel sorry for those people who live in New York City who cannot have a gun unless you're like way out on Long Island. But look, man, look, I'm thankful because if a motherfucker pop up here, man, especially while my family's sleeping here, man, man, bro, I'm not going nowhere. Even though I do want to get the fuck out of here and I do want to get to San Francisco and check on my strain and get all that shit jumping off. I do want to go to Miami and see to just chill out and just get some different vibes. You know, I do want to fucking obviously go to fucking Jamaica. I want to hit Tokyo and I want to get this shit, the collab jumping off with fucking Takashi again because we have that shit on hold. But there is a bigger picture and people think, there is a, and you know what? There could be some kind of crazy setup, and I, I don't know what it is. If it's a vaccine, then y'all got you got the wrong person. Cause I'm not buying the shit. All right, I'm not giving the shit to my son and whatever. There's other ways I can do to protect them, but um, I'm just saying, be careful for next year. There's gonna be a lot of evictions, a lot, a lot of foreclosures. Is that the time to buy? I don't know. I kind of almost want to have my real estate banker, who basically has financed all my homes and everything. My boy Travis, smart as hell. And you know what? Travis is black. Is that crazy to think about it when people are like, yo, you, you this, this, and this? I got a black Muslim accountant, wealth advisor, my CPA, you know, does my taxes to everything. Black man, Suleiman, all right? Travis, my motherfucking banker for all my housing shit, my mortgages, credit, everything. Got my credit score to over 100. I got Visa cards unsecured fucking credit lines with 145 bands on it. Yes, the highest limit that anybody, every time I get on the phone with someone, like, I've never seen no unsecured line for that high. My shit is good, all right? I fuck with the right people. I've been around the right people and it took a long fucking time. That's why I'm not about to fuck it up. But next year could be vicious. These banks could get hip. They'd be like, nah, we're going to foreclose on this motherfucker. Why the fuck are we going to short sale this? Fuck this. We're going to buy this house ourselves. And the fucking bank is going to own the shit. They're getting hip. So I'm just telling you guys, man, invest smartly. You know, 
I mean, all the unnecessary shit. Nah, man. But I say this and people think, you know, oh, man, I don't know. You talking about the baseball cards? Hey, man, just going to be honest with you. I've made a lot of people money. You know, you do it the right way. Boom. Now it's getting more popular. So you got to be a little more smarter. That's why I was saying you got to take your profits different. I know a lot of dudes in the hobby that have been flipping cards for a three, four dollar profit. Now, look, again, it may be smaller numbers, but, you know, some people don't make that much money, you know, and they just got, you know, got to do what they got to do. Okay. But if you could fucking invest five hundred dollars, you can get a lot of cards, man. And you can still flip them, make some money. Some of them can, you know, keep one just in case as that hang on. People wish that they had that Ichiro. Card number one, going for racks, you know. But um, again, if you guys are not feeling good and you got no one else to talk to, man, I wish I had some kind of a motherfucking phone line, just a free phone line if you guys would call me in. You know, I had a, a fan hit me up the other day. She was in trouble about something and I decided to help her out. Jordan went through it. By the way, one more time, let me remind you guys again. I have no access to the IF&Co Instagram page. I have no access to the VVS Instagram page. I have no access to the Ben Baller Pod Instagram page. I do that on purpose so I could focus because my page is already fucked up. All right? I don't even have the time for none of that shit. But if you're going through a tough time, I know this sounds crazy as hell. If you have internet, whether it be on your phone, whether it be data, whether you have Wi-Fi, look, man, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, sit in a quiet ass room, all right, throw on YouTube and look up yoga exercises, right, meditation classes online, look them up on YouTube, I'm pretty sure to some, try to get into meditation, try to do elimination diet, take all the bullshit out of your diet, boom, you know, eat the basic things, that you, even if you're eating bad food, right, just try to get it to where you're not putting so much extra bullshit in you. You know, of course, not everyone can go to a plant-based diet. But what I'm getting at is try to be like, if you eat meat, all right, just stick to chicken. You know, try to make sure it ain't got no, it ain't no fucking processed fucked up chicken. You know, it ain't got no steroid, no thyroid, fucking crazy chickens like, uh, I wouldn't even say it. But I'm telling you, your diet is a big part of what's going on in you. It'll let you absorb more stress. It'll let you absorb more anxiety and everything else. It's when you got all this shit in you. And I eat a lot of shit, so I understand what I got to do in return is I need to drink double the amount of water I take in, all right? I got to take 10, 15 minutes out and just sit in the room and be quiet. I roll on. I have this back roller, like from muscle roller. You know what I'm saying? It just gets the cranks out because my body is like a fucking, like, dude, my body is like, like platinum and not in a good way. The shit is like steel. My body is fucking, there's no soft parts anywhere. You know, I got so much tension in me. You guys got to relax. I got to tell myself that. I have to remind myself that. You got to talk to people. Look, man, as much as you hear me tell motherfucking, you know, Peter Billingsley looking ginger motherfuckers, I want to whoop their ass, which I am going to put hands on that fucking clown. And the other dude, the little motherfucker, uh, the Chinese dude who I uh, heard lives with like fucking three roommates. Motherfucker got fucking furniture looking like pizza boxes in his house. Fuck that dude. But anyways, if there's somebody you haven't talked to, call him. Tell him that you love him. I don't give a fuck if it's a guy, girl, whatever. Man, you know, it's 2020. I tell a lot of guys I love them. You know, tell people, you know, hey, man, I hope you have a great day. Little things like that. You know, something I always do if I'm going to get groceries. And at that one time, every two, three weeks, I go out, tell somebody, I hope you have a great day. You know, I hope you thank you very much. Just be kind to somebody, man. You'd be surprised, man. It goes a very long way. And that's not being fake positive, you know, because I do wish everybody has a great day. 
And I'm not saying this on some fake motivational shit. I truly believe that. I truly want everyone to be happy. I do want everyone to be successful. I want everyone to have money so they'll understand that is not the answer. All right? But I do appreciate that you guys listen to the show. And this show was all over the place. Right? Solo on that ass. I had no guests. Um, supposed to have my boy Matt Belinsky on here. We're going to talk about some real deep issues. But I just want you guys to understand. Just be smart. Protect yourself. Respect yourself. Invest in yourself. All right? This is all off the freestyle. I have no notes at all whatsoever. This is coming off the top of the dome piece. All right? Call somebody. If you're not feeling good, tell somebody. Hey, man, I'm not feeling so good, man. How are you? And someone's like, oh, man, fuck. I'm sorry. Blah, blah. And they got time. Fuck them. Don't let that shit bring you down, man. Take some deep breaths. Hold your breath for fucking 10 seconds, right? Let that shit out. Drink some water, okay? Like I said, get into a meditation mode, man. Get everything out of your fucking brain. But I want you guys to have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Fan questions. If you guys have a question to ask me, I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if you want to ask me how many motherfucking men I fucked, how many fucking coochies I didn't smell, whatever the fuck it is. All you got to do is go to the Behind the Baller podcast page, leave a five-star review, and then on the review, leave a question, and I will answer it on the show. Jordan or Miles will go through it, okay? We're going to have Jackass of the Week. I can't wait. I'm sure to, if you have submissions for Jackass of the Week, it's behindtheballerpod at gmail.com. That is all the time we got. I have said all I needed to say. It's all I can say. I love you guys. I really appreciate the support. We've been rocking for real right now. Top 30. You know what I'm saying? Podcast crazy. All right. Appreciate you guys like a motherfucker. Or right about now, my man LL, aka Lakey Lake, is about to drop that motherfucking beat. Yo, Lakey, take us home, homie.